Gabriel asked me, he said, you know, there's this Kate Bingham person. I said, I've never heard of this Kate Bingham person. Uh, and he said, you know, have a look into her, see what you find out. And what I found is um, pretty easily, it didn't take a, a long time, because, uh, so Kate Bingham, she's the wife of Jesse Norman, uh, who's a Conservative MP and is a, a junior minister in the Treasury. Uh, well, sort of junior minister. Um, and she is also the managing director of a company called SV Health Investors, which is a a uh, huge um, Boston-based uh, health and healthcare uh, investment company. Uh, they do sort of uh, advanced drugs and uh, have investments in all sorts of um, pharmaceutical developments and that sort of thing. And Bingham did have experience in the field of venture capitalist funding uh, in the healthcare sector. Um, there were some people saying, you know, she's got no idea about anything whatsoever, which is which is incorrect. But she wasn't, and she is a, a self-professed not not an expert in vaccines. Uh, but she was appointed to the role earlier this year, uh, back in back in May, uh, by Boris uh, himself, and and she reported to Boris. And the vaccine task force was formed, and it sits under both the Department of Health and Social Care and uh, the Department for Business, Energy, and Industrial Strategy, um, whose secret, uh, who se- whose permanent, sec- uh, whose Secretary of State is Alok Sharma. And so the fact that it's between the two was quite would end up being quite unhelpful. And that's so what I found is that Bingham had, she'd done a couple of media appearances, she showed up on, on BBC Breakfast, and then uh, at one point in October, in, in, early Oct- uh, in late October, she uh, appeared on a $200 uh, dollar a head conference for women, for women's, women investors, uh, which was strange enough, shared by a man, I believe, um, mm. uh, based in the United States called Perspectives by uh, a group called Folk Marquez. And in it, she gives a, a one-hour presentation uh, in which she, with accompanying slides, some of which are marked official sensitive, talking about uh, the drugs which the government has invested in and indeed those which it might consider investing in. Mm. And she's giving this talk to a, a bunch of female private investors. Uh, and, you know, what was what, the story uh, which, which we did is that, well, this is a list of medicines which the government is monitoring. You have to pay to, you know, we, we, we paid to uh, get a copy of the, mm. uh, of the presentation and, well, and uh, listen through to it. And she said, we haven't necessarily signed contracts with uh, all of these vaccines so far, but they're, in our, they're all in our sites. And some of these vaccines were owned and funded by publicly traded companies. Uh, so they could have been invested in as a result of uh, having heard what Bingham was predicting the government no, might get around I mean, to do that, it. That does, that does sound like it could be illicit, but on the other hand, have you considered feminism? And this is what feminism is, is, is when you uh, release uh, <laughs> information that could be potentially useful to insiders who wished to trade on that yeah, knowledge. F- feminism is where um, insider trade, it's you get like the purge for insider trading once a year. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> feminism is you get a pass on doing insider trading. Um, and this is, and that's what it also is, is very interesting. The other thing, right. right, is that's actually a affirmative angle. action for women is they get to do insider trading until they get paid the same. <laughs> you get to do 33 cents extra of insider trading. Um, 
where the other angle here as well though that's is right. two hundred dollars a head. That's cheap, incredibly cheap uh, for in, for information on publicly traded companies that are going to be selling, let's say, everything that they have to a a, a sovereign state that can print money. Basically, that is. That is, well, again, if you are an investor, just donate to every conservative party official you can. Like, I don't know, 20 pounds, like just like some Tesco vouchers. Yeah, but buy, buy, buy Matt Hancock some tiny furniture on spec purely on the basis that, like, essentially right. Dunbar's number kicks in here, right? The maximum number of people you can actually hold relationships with. So long as you stack the number of people Matt Hancock has met most recently with you and your friends, <laughs> when he's mm. thinking of, oh, well, who should we who should we go for this contract to? Eventually it's gonna it's gonna turn up. Yeah, on or you. you just invite Matt Hancock to like the jockey club where you be like you're like, I got you a chair with extra padding and then he's like, All right, here's what yeah. we're gonna invest in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like the seven degrees of separation That's right. thing. Matt Hancock wants to live in a big doll's house. It's like, you know, the government does procurement by seven degrees of separation, but seven degrees is too much. Six degrees is too much. Five degrees is too much. Yeah. One degree is that's awkwardly close. Uh-huh. You know, so let's have a bit of distance. Yeah, Two the, degrees. Yeah, like my friends and well wishers, and you know, someone who sent me a John Lewis. This podcast that sent me a John Lewis gift basket. Oh, what a lovely hamper! There's some cream sherry, delicious. Yeah. Better. Uh, I'm gonna this have guy, this podcast. He might have some PPE that uh, fell off a truck. Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> gonna let them. I'm gonna let them procure all of the medical gloves for the surgeons in the country, and we assume it'll be fine. And also, ideally, those degrees should be from oxford uh-huh. oh yeah absolutely <laughs> Do- docksbridge docksbridge only here's the other thing because there's there's two sides of this right there is this basically like senior members of a conservative party and their friends and well-wishers basically stepping into um the like month the prize tube at chuck e cheese and just like grabbing <laughs> as much public money as they can then there's the other side which is the stuff that actually, and the, the, here's the the difficulty, right? You have to kind of distinguish between these two kinds of <clears throat> chumocracy. I'm saying that with heavy quotation marks around it, which is the um, this which is like you say the the public appointments of well, we can't just have we have to have someone in the role who can do the job, but it has to be someone I know, right? And this is this is and there's there's a big conversation here about like especially among like the Democrats and labor how they love these organizations are just like job for life programs for like randomly selected members of the PMC. Whereas, but it's like, it has to be me. I must be the one to save the country, even though I broke this or that COVID rule or whatever with the conservatives. It's Mm. like, no, it has to be my friends because I know that they're loyal to me and I'm loyal to them. And we're just always going to help one another out. (laughs) Couldn't, couldn't get the contract to supply rubber gloves because he wasn't full Italian. (laughs) But there's two halves of this, right? There's that half. We have like sort of, mm-hmm. if you like, grace and favor appointments, but for quite, um, you might say, uh, crude or low or um, uh, 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 not, not, not sort of, um, you're not getting ambassadorships. You're getting like a contract to supply gloves. It's just this one makes you dynastically wealthy. And then there's the, 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 the other half, which is, so there's the appointments on the one half. And then the other half, there is these procurement contracts. And these are two different kinds of chumocracy. 
you know and but then on the other mm. side of that there is we, mm. we the people who actually are then um you know having to live in this country and the doctors who are having to use this ppe or us who are having to like you know pay for these vaccines through our taxes that we don't really know the integrity of how they were procured necessarily where uh, you know i'm i've been reading up on some of this and you know uh, there are people who are saying yeah um in, in social care, for example, they're actually suffering shortages of vi- vital PPE. Uh, they're, they're saying the gowns are poor quality, masks are needing mm. to be recalled, and so on and so on. Where, like, it's not just that people are getting unjustly you know, wealthy. People are asking, how could I give this contract to Hugo to provide all the PPE when he has no experience? And, like, he's got a degree in it, mate. <laughs> Very good. I was wondering how long it would take for us to do that one, and I and I think we executed it well. Um, but like there on the, so on the other side, there is this. It is just completely inadequate the service we're actually getting, right? And I think it's not too much of a leap of logic to suggest that maybe there is some kind of a connection between um, chumocracy and this. Yeah, uh, yeah, corruption. That that word that we all love to use because it isn't related to anything uh, libelous. And what they share is that there will be you know no consequences. Maybe there'll be a public inquiry, oh. and they may have to have an awkward grilling for half an hour, forty five minutes. But the consequences will be pretty limited. And actually, on Kate Bingham, you know the question of was she uh, did she say she was going to step down uh, before the story broke or or not is is unclear. Um, it's been suggested that actually, and, and, and indeed she's actually said uh, that from the very beginning, the idea was that her role would only go to the end of the year in any mm. case. So she, she actually, she stepped down uh, earlier this week and there was a nice interview with her in uh, yesterday's Times, mm. which was pretty sort of... It was a, a some might call a, a, a wiffle ball interview. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you think that your feminism is too oh, good? Oh, uh, Alice, you joke. You joke, but I have some quotes here. Um, number one, right? How easy would it have been for the Conservative Party to say to Kate Bingham, "Look, you were only going to be here for the rest of the year anyway. Why don't we just? Why don't you just say that due to this conflict of interest, you're resigning?" No, there must the wall of of solidarity between senior members of the Conservative Party is ironclad. Even in this case, where we could have for free. Someone who was already stepping down could have made it look like we actually cared about this stuff. No. Yeah, why bother pretending?